Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. Wednesdays are for podcasts. So you guys, take a break from everything going on in the world right now and listen to us because we are the bells. I'm just kidding. We'll bring you the spooky (laughs) stuff. We bring you spoopy stuff even after all the spoopies. Because people are so funny. Like, I saw this post on Facebook the other day where this girl goes, So, Halloween's over, and I just got done watching horror movies, and I'm going to stop watching horror movies, but can you guys give me more horror movies because I'm going to keep watching horror movies? Like, I just... I was dying because I was like, this is That's our... the greatest ever. This is our livelihood because we don't stop watching horror movies just because Halloween's over and now it's time for Krampus now it's time do you know how many people on Instagram I've hit that not interested or unfollow (laughs) button when on November 1st they're posting their goddamn Christmas shit no I'm like oh no we're out of here no we're out of here uh-uh don't you bitch don't kill my vibe why are you putting that in my timeline all your negative energy (laughs) I don't I don't like any don't of want that. This right now. I don't want any of that in my life right now. You know what 2020 has been like to everybody, and you want to fucking do that on the radio today? They're like, we brought you the Holiday Channel early on XM. Shut the fuck up, XM, and play my 60s on six. That's all I it's need. It's beginning you to, do. to look a lot like fuck this. <laughs> Christmas music is acceptable after Thanksgiving because it's you spit. (laughs) You Christmas music is only acceptable after Thanksgiving. Absolutely, I'm not. Honestly, I am okay with it on Thanksgiving, and a lot of that, a lot of that's because of my own family traditions. Yes, usually when we're sitting down to have the meal, Christmas music is playing, and there's a feel about that. So I'm. I'm okay. Every with time it. we'd go to grandma's house, all the Christmas stuff would be up, Thanksgiving, and it's acceptable to play Christmas music yes. on Thanksgiving. It is so acceptable. I totally agree. But before that, no. you should be strung and quartered. Um, anyway, no, that's ex- that's aggressive. I'm so sorry. She just about um, said that's acceptable. <laughs> and said, then she was like, wait, no, that's aggressive. I almost said excessive. Oh. Which is kind of the same thing, but really didn't work in that sentence. And I was like, no. It was it wasn't. I don't like it. So I was sitting next to my roommate today and she was watching TikToks and uh, I heard, um, and I was like, and she goes, Christmas is happening on my TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, get it out. I expel you. I was like, don't When like- you grab your holy water and your crucifix, start. Oh God, now I need rice. Much older. Your phone's like, ah, I can't. What are you doing to me right now? I'm just picturing like a TikTok where my phone has that face on it. It's like, ah. <laughs> By the way, guys, I'm on TikTok, but she's not gonna make any. I don't think I'm ever gonna make any. She did it. She I'm did just... it to fall into the lesbian world of yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I did. And yes, I did. For, with good reason. And I did. And I did. So I make TikToks. There you go. But it's been a while. But I feel like maybe in the next couple days I might be throwing some out. Um, <laughs> you never should, know. So it's Becky Gremlin, just like my Instagram. Same picture, same name. There you go. There you go. That's all you need to know. Thought that's it. Because that's my super short show. That's it. Do you remember that? Love it. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> 
I don't know where that came from. I was like, Mike, Super Tour Show. Like, I actually do remember that. It's amazing. It's been a lot of childhood memories today, which has been very comforting. Lord it. knows we need it. So, um, starting off as we normally are going to start doing now, um, I want to hit our sponsors. Uh, again, our new sponsor that we started off last week with, um, that's so, that sounds gay. I am said that's so gay. That sounds gay. gay too. Um, you can go on their website, on the links that I have posted, make sure to... Uh, use those links too as well because it just it'll take you straight there. You get thirty percent off your order if you use Becky Gremlin as the code. Uh, it's all lowercase and one word. Yep. Um, and you should go order something from them. Be gay. Be proud. Be out loud and proud. Also, guys, yes, they are experiencing shipping delays. Anybody that had had any questions about the company itself, there have been legitimate shipping delays. And everybody has shipping delays right now, especially if you're a small business. I'm sure anybody in the U.S. knows what's going on. (laughs) There's an ambulance. Oh, my God. There's so much happening right now. There's literally so much. And now an ambulance is going by. Like, I'm okay. Like, there's no need to send an ambulance. No need. I'm okay. Shipping delays. So, yeah, shipping delays are happening Um, due to the fact they had a blizzard. And the fact um, Yeah, their headquarters is in Denver, Colorado. And crazy-ass weather happens in that part of the country, if you're aware, as well as COVID. So there are going to be shipping delays, but, you know, they are a great company. Everything that I've seen are great reviews, and definitely you guys should show your support. They do donate to LGBTQ plus friendly organizations. They help uh, gay-friendly youth. It's all on their website. Even if you're, hey, even if you're straight. And a if you're not a part of the LGBTQ community, you just you do it for support. You, you don't supporter. have to, don't feel bad for wearing a shirt because you're not part of the community. That's okay. You're showing your support. And that means a lot to all of us who are in the community. We are at, we wouldn't be where we were if it wasn't for our allies. So, Absolutely not. Please. Very please much do. so. Uh, and of course our other sponsor. Calm your body down. So, guys, I will have the apple cinnamon bath bombs up for sale uh, very soon, as we speak. Um, And, yeah, they'll be on the Etsy site, along with the pumpkin spice bath bombs are still available. All of the bath scrubs, the tattoo wax, the body creams, everything is still available on the Etsy shop. It's the link at CURBD. And that's that's all I got. Calm your body down. That was very Jonas. Oh, wait, no, it'd be a little more like, calm your body down. Oh my god, it's so like. Specifically, Nick, I think I just spit all over my computer. That's okay. (laughs) So, guys. That was amazing. Today. Well, I used to actually, when I listened the to the computers, Brothers, like, I feel so attacked right now. <laughs> oh my God. TikTok is ruining my life. Cause I literally just pictured my face on the computer going, ugh, you ruined my life. Uh, anyway, I used to, when I was younger and I listened to the Jonas Brothers, I used to try to sing like Nick. I'm hot. You're cold. 
you go around like you know. Which I know that's actually Joe for those of you out there who are big Jonas fans. I'm over here like I have, I don't, I can't tell the difference. I don't know. <laughs> Joe actually sings and Nick's like, eh, most of the time. <laughs> Poor Kevin like never gets any. Well, I know Nick's voice more now when he went solo. Yeah. Because that I Still Get Jealous song. I was like, I was like, oh, I like this song. And they were like, Nick Jonas. I was like, the fuck? Me, when I heard out that song, I had a dream. We were, that song is Selena Gomez. And I was like, no, (laughs) I really like it. When you hear a song you like, and then it says who it's by. And you're like, no, (laughs) I didn't want this. Like the song, you need to calm down. I love that song. And I was like, that's Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know. But it's such a great song. It happens. And it is. I agree. All right, guys. So we're going to talk about Jen today. Not Jennifer Lawrence. We're going (laughs) to Already did that. Go listen to that episode. Uh, We're going to talk about, like, J-I-N-N. Also known as Genies. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. I was waiting for uh, it. Uh. <laughs> Every time you typed in genie on Instagram in the Insta stories to bring up, like, one of those gifts, and it was, there were so many of them that was genie in a bottle. I'm like, okay, I actually like this song. But I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. I'm like, come uh. on, guys. <laughs> I'm like, seriously. So, basically... Uh, Jane, Jans, Jens are, we're just going to kind of go over an overview of them as we normally do. We're using Wikipedia. Uh, and then we'll kind of go deep into the explanation of what Jen, where they come from, what they are, because they're not blue genies that come out of a lamp that grant you three wishes and they're all goody goody. No. So, um, they are, ro- is it Romanized? Yes. So yeah, there's def- there's different spellings. Some people are more familiar with it being spelled D J I N N. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's J I N N. So the actual Arabic s- would be J I N N, and the way it would be enunciated. Um, uh, pretty much otherwise known as genies. Yes. I think just somewhere along the way, when it says angelicized, like that's just kind of another way of saying Americanized. Just we we. They said Jen, we said genies. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> basically. Same thing. <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, so it's a broader meaning of spirits and demons. Uh, they're supernatural creatures that were pre-Islamic Arabian and later Islamic mythology and theology. Like humans, they are born as believers and their surroundings can change them. A lot, a lot like humans, how... Serial killers. Serial killers are a perfect example. Sometimes their environment has a lot to do with who they become. They are the same way. Like nature versus nurture. Right. And since they're neither, which I brought this up, they're neither uh, evil nor good. They're not like born that way. Islam acknowledged spirits from other religions and was able to adapt spirits from other religions during its expansion. They are not strictly Islamic though. They may represent several pagan beliefs integrated into Islam. Um, in an Islamic context, the term jinn is used for both a collective designation for any supernatural creature and also to refer to a specific type of supernatural creature. Therefore, they're usually mentioned together with devils or demons. 
Both devils and jinn feature in folklore and are held responsible for misfortune, possession, and diseases. However, they are sometimes supportive and benevolent. They are mentioned frequently in magical works throughout the Islamic world to be summoned and bound to a sorcerer, but also in zoological treatises as animals with a subtle body. So they can look terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, they can actually take on several different forms. Um, Real quick, because I'll probably reference this throughout. I discovered uh, the history of, or kind of a little bit of the pseudo history of the gen through a movie by Robert Kurtzman called Wishmaster, um, which I honestly highly recommend. And I think I mentioned it before. Um, it came out in 1997 and it's not only does it just have like a lot of old school, like horror actors that we all know and love Kane Hodder, Robert England, uh, Tony Todd, it's, um, Robert Kurtzman is, of course, a part of K&G special effects with Greg Nicotero and Greg Berger. So uh, the special effects are amazing. And it's basically about a, an evil gin and kind of part, you know, parts of it are kind of hokey. It's the 90s, but I, I enjoyed it. And one thing I did like is partway through the movie, this doesn't give anything away, but they kind of give an explanation of what gen are and a little bit of like their history and they're not these friendly genies. Um, but like Casper said, even though it basically has its roots in um, Arabic, it's takes on different forms in, in other cultures. I feel well. like demons so, do that too. Yes, they do. In, in all reality, because like, kind of like this said, I feel like, our Christian or Islamic, not Arabic. Sorry, Arabic's a language. Islamic <laughs> context. I try not to do that. Apologies. Um, yeah, in Islamic cultures, it's it's more one thing, which we'll go a lot more in depth about. But but like Casper was saying, demons can be the same. I feel like way. demons they, are the Christian a version version of the jinn. Basically, yeah. I kind I kind of think they're along the same lines in a way. Yeah. Because you, when you see a lot of these creatures and you read about them, they have a lot of demonic traits. Like if you if you actually like read up on demons and know a good amount about demons, a lot of these creatures have those similar traits, which is what we talked about with Sky Skywalkers, Skinwalkers, and those damn Lukes. Like when you <laughs> want to say Skywalker Ranch. All the time. It's like we calling someone out. <laughs> um, uh, so um we'll go into the Islamic theology. So jinn are mentioned approximately twenty-nine times in the Quran. In Islamic tradition, Muhammad was sent as a prophet to both human and jinn communities, and that prophets and messengers were sent but to both communities. Oh, sorry. There was one quick part that you skipped that I just I wanted to go under real quick, under the Islamic theology part. Um, um, that's what I'm reading. Wait, no, under it's, it's actually not that whole part. It's just this part. Oh, you cut that out? Yeah, yeah. Well, forget everything I fucking said then. Sorry! (laughs) It's back, it's, do you want me to read it? Since I have that part pulled up. I I, I mean, I have it right here. It's fine. I can do it. I just was confused. No, you're totally fine. It's just... Guys, Wikipedia is always a wealth of knowledge, but of course we don't want to just sit here and sound like we're just espousing off Wikipedia. Yes. So, um, I condensed as much as these notes as possible. She so did a really good job. A lot of information, she did a really good job. Like 
rattling off everything. So it's it's under right here. that part. Yes, that's that part. Is it Quranic? Yes. That's how you pronounce it? Okay. Because my brain's like, it, no, it's pronounced Quran, but my brain's going Quranic. <laughs> in Quranic interpretation, the term jinn can be used in two different ways. As invisible entities who roamed the earth before Adam created by God, Adam created by God out of a smokeless fire, as the opposite of al ins. Al ins. So that's an Arabic word meaning something in shape. Yeah. Referring to any object that cannot be detected by human sensory organs, including angels, demons, and the interior of human beings. So literally spiritual beings like demons like we were talking about you can't see angels you can't see demons i mean sometimes you can but it's scary <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um and then we're going to jump back over to wikipedia and get into the um part or no actually we can stay on the notes where we get into the gen yes. belief systems um this goes very in depth about like really old sixth seventh century uh history and theology about about the jinn in several different cultures which is this is really really interesting to me because <clears throat> this is where it really breaks down what is the difference between technically what is the difference between a demon and a jinn even though right. they're technically the same thing it's literally like if you imagine the Holy Trinity. Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's almost like they have, they're the same thing, but they're also different. Also different, yeah. yes. Oh, did you want me, do you want me to read, because I can, I can I read care. it. It doesn't matter. So, under the, under the, although the Quran yeah. reduced the status <laughs> of jinn from that of tutelary duties, or deities, tutelary deities. <laughs> Sorry. Are we okay? I had the first word and the second word was like derp. Tutelary deities. To merely spirits. Place parallel to humans. Subject to God's judgment in the process of life, death, and afterlife. They were not consequently equated with demons. When Islam spread outside of Arabia. I can't want to say Arabia. I swear. Belief in the jinn was assimilated with local belief about spirits and deities from Iran, Africa, Turkey, and India. Early Persian translations of the Quran identify the jinn either with Paris, which were winged spirits, or divs, which were ogres, depending on their moral behavior. Especially Morocco has many possession traditions, especially Morocco, which has many possession traditions, including exorcism rituals, despite the fact jinn's ability to possess humans is actually not mentioned. In Islamic scripture, scriptures directly. In Artis Palestine, oral beliefs, the jinn form societies beneath the ground. In Sindh? I believe it's pronounced Sindh. Sindh. Yeah, Sindh, Pakistan. The concept of the jinn was introduced when Islam became acceptable and jinn had become a common part of the local folklore. Also including stories of both male jinn called jinn and female jinn called jinnery. That was really interesting to me right? that they actually broke them down into male and female counterparts. They're like, we're getting real into this yeah. now. Because most most of the time when you hear about demons or angels, they are uh, genderless. Yes. Yep. They Apparently they lean to he's, but right. I'm like, no, they're genderless, genderless, period. Yeah. If you haven't seen Dogma, I suggest there's a whole, I'm a seraphim. They're 
R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, that movie is so, so funny. Oh, it's <laughs> especially if you were raised religious. <laughs> yes, Dogma is the movie for you. Also, go see, also watch Saved, please. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so in Urdu, with this, which is South Asian cultures, Jin also often appear to be obese characters and refer to their masters as Akka. In later Albanian lore, Jin Zindi live either on Earth or under the surface and may possess people who have insulted them. For example, if their children are trodden upon or hot water is thrown on them. That's hilarious. You have to throw hot water. Don't throw hot water on anybody, guys. <laughs> That's, they what what did you learn? We should we should start a new thing. After, <laughs> what did I learn? Don't throw hot water on anyone. They might be a gin. They might be a gin. You might be a gin if... <laughs> the concept of jinn was also prevalent in ottoman society and much about their beliefs is yet to be known in turk turkish i think that's supposed to say turkish okay i was like i think turkish yeah because it says jinn but the way it's pronounced in turkish is actually sin spelled c-i-n so yeah it's turkish lore what about sine and cosine wow i know i just went on a tangent Jin, all the math geeks are like, oh, and everyone else is like, like, the fuck? Sine, cosine, and tangent with a stupid triangle Going back to high school calculator and geometry class. Nightmares. Um, Literal fucking nightmares. (laughs) I hated those things. So in Turkish lore, they are often paired with another demonic entity sharing many characteristics with the jinn. The composition and existence of jinn is the subject of various debates during the Middle Ages. Utter cr- utter. Other critics such as Jahiz and Masudi, 7th century Arab soul- scholars, uh, related sightings of jinn to psychological causes. According to Masudi, the jinn as described as by traditional scholars are not a priori false, but improbable. Jahiz states in his work, Kitab al-Hawaii? Hawaiian? Hawaiian? Yeah. I was like, that's not Hawaiian. Uh, that loneliness induces humans to mind games and wishful thinking, causing waswas, which is Arabic for devilish whisperings in the mind, traditionally thought to be caused by Satan. Now that is really interesting, that he believes that basically jinn are caused by being lonely. So if you're lonely, your mind will start to play tricks on you, and that's what's making you think that the devil is in your head that the jinn are whispering, whispering in your ear, whispering so, in your mind. Um, being raised Baptist, we were taught this. Not the jinn. Wow, that's not the jinn. We were taught that demons come to you in your most vulnerable state and will whisper lies in your ear. Actually, we were told Satan did it, but I'm like, Satan has too much on his plate. He's not going to be going around to everybody. He's got demons for that. So we were basically told that if you were not close to God or vulnerable or feeling lonely like this, we were taught that's when demons will come and whisper lies in your ear. That's so creepy. So, you know that sounds like some sleep paralysis shit? I literally imagine, like, people with sleep paralysis when they, like, can't move and they feel like there's, like, a demon on top of them, like, in their face or whispering in their in their ear or something like that's that to me is what that sound. if i wasn't raised that way that's that's what that sounds we, like to me we were raised that it was not like an audible thing it was a but they were like actually in, in your, your head, head that's talking. why i like yeah that's why i like 
the the translation devilish whisperings in the mind mm-hmm. so it's literally it's literally not whispering the same in your ear thing. it's actually in your head so it's not really audible it's just which is why when i read this i was like we were taught this and not not for the jinn but for demons period and they were like yeah the the they whisper how different cultures can intertwine that's what makes this even even more interesting right? the similarities so if one is afraid, one may see things that are not real. These alleged appearances are told to other generations in bedtime stories and poems and with children of the next generation growing up with such stories. When they were afraid or lonely, they remember these storage, story, stories encouraging their imaginations and causing another alleged sighting of jinn. Now, we were taught growing up, we didn't get to learn much about demons. At all. Like, we were, we learned about angels like nobody's business. But me, you know, I'm over here like, but I want to know about demons. So I'm over here reading like. So that's the only difference where they are more accepting and discussing the djinn, especially with children, because they want to encourage them, more importantly, to keep a djinn from from make them aware make them aware make them aware of it yeah. so they know about it so they're able to keep it from from getting in their mind which with christians or in your case baptist did the exact opposite they didn't talk about it at all like a they little did bit a little enough bit, yeah enough to where i knew demons were real to what they were but but i didn't understand I didn't really understand until I interacted with a demon what demons were actually like. Didn't didn't really know. Yes. Yeah. For y'all that don't want to do that, read the demonologist. I'm pretty close to finishing it and it's If you don't want to experience a real oh demon, just read the demonologist. Just read and that's one hundred percent true. God, I'm telling y'all. It's amazing. I've read that in broad daylight and been terrified. Like Listen, you will you will be terrified. Do you know when I decided to read you will that? Be terrified. You know when I decided to read most of that? When I was house sitting for my sister and I was by myself. No. <laughs> I got so listen. Why do you think that... I've been reading it at my other job and I don't read it here when I'm by myself? Because at... I will let me hear one little. I'll be like, it was that episode. Episode? No. It was that chapter. You're like, I'm having an episode. It right? was... <laughs> like hot dogs. <laughs> what? It was that chapter where they discussed that house, and you'll know what I'm talking about because you just read it. And this this one has stayed with me for I think years. I know which one you're talking about where they were running away from the house, and one side of the woods you could hear birds, and the other side yep. was silent. Yep. Okay, so that scared me. I'm chills because it was following them. Yes, it was the one that was, it was following, following them out of the house and because that they was were the upstairs girl. and there was, was shit going on downstairs. That was the one where the girl was reading about stuff. She Remember, was getting into um, she was getting into yeah. dark dark, dark magic, arts. and I appreciate the other thing I very much appreciate in the book is that they do acknowledge. I know this is going off kilter a little bit, but they do uh, rightfully even even though it's a small bit, they actually do. And I give this to their credit. Lorraine does say that there is such a thing as white magic that does exist. Yes, it is. Uh, but I mean, yes, there anything is. dark magic, anything satanic anything demonic once it starts going off the rails like that then it's a whole nother ball game so So i read that chapter in the dark well it wasn't in the dark it was at night i had all the blinds covered and i was at my sister's by myself house sitting 
I put both dogs in the bed. I slept with the door cracked because I didn't want it open because I couldn't handle it being open with the fact that I was turning the light off. Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually turned my light off, got so freaked out. I went into, you know, it takes a lot to scare me, to actually like scare me. <laughs> Book. I was 25 years old and bitch, I had the lights on in yeah. that house yeah. when I went to bed. Yep. Except for the one in my room, I kept off, but I kept the hall light on. Yeah. And I kept the door cracked. Well, bitch, when I fucking woke up, that door had moved. Okay. I didn't realize the dog had gotten out of the bed and walked out. So when I woke up and the door was wide open. Yeah. Bitch, I flung out of that bed so fast. And then I see him in the kitchen and I'm like, you motherfucker. I swear. This was not the time. This was Fucking not the time. animals, like, seriously, when you think fucking Valak's in your goddamn <laughs> room as soon as you wake no, up. No, it's Cooper. Room. Not Valak, it's Cooper. Just, just, what? It's and then he's just looking at me like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, you scared? Listen. <laughs> I just, I just wanted some treats. So anyway, yes. Read the demonologist. Um, yes. Do that. Back to the gin. I just think it's so neat when I was reading this, how the similarities between. There's a lot. There's a lot. So the gin can be found in the 1001 Nights, Arabian Nights. Yeah. Most of us will know it as Arabian, Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights. Yep. Yeah. The story of the fisherman and the gin, the ginny. Two gin help young Aladdin in the story of Aladdin and the Wonderful Lamp. Yeah, there's, there's been gin referenced in several different folk literature, but I just wanted to mention those two specifically because those those would be the ones that American audiences would know best. We all know Arabian right. Nights. We all know Aladdin. Obviously, Disney adapted that. That's how we all know genies. Or I Dream of Genie. You want to go that far back. But, yeah, or, or that. <laughs> I said that's not a good song, but come on. Well, Christina did come from Disney too, so yes, she did. This is true. So Amadi Muslims interpret jinn not as supernatural beings, but as powerful men whose influence is felt, even though they keep their distance from the common people. According to the Mirza Tahir Ahmad, references to jinn can also mean microorganisms such as bacteria and viruses. That's that's so interesting to me. Yeah, that's really so crazy. So COVID they, is jinn. Actually, yeah, COVID's a demon. Let's throw, I mean, can let's we be throw real that? Though? Let's throw that fucking conspiracy theory out and send that flying and running. That's all we fucking need for 2020 now. These crazy motherfuckers. I'm sorry, I don't know what this is like. COVID is a demon. You've heard of pray gay away, pray corona away. God damn it! Please no. It doesn't work that way. I mean, yes, pray, but. Wash your hands and wear a mask. <laughs> and pray and wash your hands and wear a mask. I mean, I mean. <laughs> really? So when you get a demon, clean your hands. Yes. Other, other, sorry. And pray. <laughs> and wash your hands. <laughs> and then you pray and then you wash your hands. You pray again and then you wash your hands. Oh my God. Oh, Lord. one for a million years now. Uh, others try years. to reconcile the traditional perspective on Jinn with modern sciences. 
Fethula Gulen, leader of the Hizmet movement, I had lost put, my place. I'm sorry. I would have helped you. Got it. Okay. Had put forward the idea that Jin may be the cause of schizophrenia and cancer, and that the Quranic references to Jin on smokeless fire could, for that matter, mean energy. Others, while not accepting connections between illness and Jen, believe that in their existence due to their occurrences in the Quran. How crazy is that that somebody actually thought that... Now, I could see how somebody would think Jen could possibly be due to schizophrenia, but Well, because you can see them. So I, I get that. Yeah. Right. They could have been and they hallucination. Yep. And yeah. they whisper. Schizophrenia. I could see that. Oh, no. I did it too. There we go. Okay. Many Got modernists it. tend to reject the belief as in Jinn as a superstition that holds to Islamic society that holds Islamic society back. References to Jinn in the Quran are interpreted in their ambigu- ambiguous meaning of something invisible and might be forces or simply angels. Otherwise, in the importance of belief in Jinn to Islamic belief in contemporary Muslim society was underscored by the judgment of apostasy by Egyptian Sharia court in nineteen ninety five against liberal theologian Nasser Abu Zaid. Zaid. In contemporary... Nope. Contemporary Salafi? Yeah, basically it's another way of saying Sunni Islam. Okay. So that's another sect of of an Islamic... Sunnis is kind of a short Oh, way okay. That Sunnis sounds familiar. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, tenets of Islam reject modern interpretations of jinn and adhere to literalism, arguing the threat of jinn and their ability to possess humans can be proven by Quran and Sunnah. Quran it's is... actually pronounced Sunni. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I saw that when I looked it up on Wikipedia. You're fine. Uh, the central religious text of Islam and Sunni, the Arabic word for traditional customs and practices. However, many Salafis differ from their understanding of jinn from earlier accounts. Saudi Arabia, following the Wahhabism, ultra-conservative tradition of Salafism, imposed a death penalty for dealing with jinn to prevent sorcery and witchcraft. That threw me for Wow. Yeah, this... So, uh, the Wahhabism tradition of Salafis, so they're... Uh, they are Sunnis, but they are, like, super... Oh, God. Think of, like, Trumpers, basically. <laughs> they're, like, super ultra-conservative, like way far right far far right far 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 right so literally anything even mentioned about jen in any way shape or form so literally the death penalty because it's they they will basically say it's under under sorcery sorcery and witchcraft is considered illegal so any mention of a jen is considered sorcery and witchcraft so, so the salem be, witch trials you'll be put to death basically yes. <laughs> So the Salem with Charles. TikTok. Um, <laughs> that was what my phone was doing. Your friend was like, TikTok. Um, so um, what's crazy, though, is that I was reading a meme the other day, and the meme said, women thinks um, everyone in Salem, you're a witch. Yeah, you're a witch. What? Uh, I just, I just had a thought. I just had a thought. <laughs> I literally just had a thought. Though discouraged by some teachings of modern Islam, cultural beliefs about the jinn remained popular among Muslim societies in their understanding of cosmology and anthropology. 
Affirmation on the existence of jinn as sapient creatures living along with humans is still widespread in the Middle Eastern world, and mental illnesses are still often attributed to jinn possession. Again, like we said about schizophrenia. I can, like I said though, I can get that because with schizophrenia, you see things oh, that aren't there, you hear things that aren't there. You so would see it, a smokeless fire or smokeless light or hear voices or that'd yeah, be enough to that, scare the fuck out of me anyway. Makes total sense. So, according to a survey undertaken by the Pew Research Center in 2012, the year that we decided to forget today. I know. At least 86% in Morocco, 84% in Bangladesh, 63% in Turkey, 55% in Iraq, 53% Indonesia, 47% in Thailand, and 15% elsewhere in Central Asia, Muslims affirm the existence of jinn. Gosh, can you... Can you believe that even eight years ago, something, the lore of something that's been around literally since like the sixth century, sixth, seventh centuries, half these, more than half of, if in Morocco, half of these populations still, even in modern times, believe in jinn? It's almost kind of like uh, La, La Llorona in like Mexican culture. La, 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 la. la, 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 la. Um, like in Mexican cultures. Right. How something that's so old still is kind of passed throughout because it it's makes like me, it's a cultural thing. It's literally a right. cultural thing. It also makes me wonder if it's still being believed, people still have to be seeing it right. or experiencing it somehow, you know? I I truly believe that. Because even when we talked about La Llorona, there's been recent counts, counts where people of... have seen her. So very interesting. Well, I like how we're going to get into this thing about sleep paralysis, and I really mm-hmm. like this, too, when we were talking about that. So the low rate in Central Asia might be influenced by Soviet religious oppression. Oh, that makes total sense. Sleep paralysis is con- conceptualized as a gin attack by many sleep paralysis sufferers in Egypt, as discovered by Cambridge neuroscientist Balond Jalal. A scientific study found that as many as 48% of those who experience sleep paralysis in Egypt believe it to be an assault by the jinn. Oh my god. Almost all of these sleep paralysis sufferers, but 95%, would recite verses from the Quran during sleep paralysis to prevent future jinn attacks. This is this is insane. It's because literally like saying prayers when you feel like yes, you're being attacked exactly. by a demon. <laughs> exactly. I was exactly always told what you say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So he quotes yeah, scripture. Yeah, exactly. Oh wow. So in addition, so it's it's clear that you know how Christianity has come. Okay, so I was raised from the Bible. The Bible was in Israel, Jerusalem, that whole area. And we're reading this that came out of that area and look at Christian religion now. It's like trickled, it's trickled down in differences through the religion, but you can see the the, the similarities between the two. It's crazy. So in addition, some 9% would increase their daily, their daily Islamic prayer to get rid of these attacks by the jinn. Sleep paralysis is generally associated with great fear in Egypt, how, or especially if believed to be a supernatural in origin. However, despite belief in jinn being prevalent in Iran's folklore, especially among the stronger believers of Islam, some phenomena such as sleep paralysis were traditionally attributed to other supernatural beings. Excuse me. In the case of sleep paralysis, it was... Baktak? Yeah, that's that's the best way I would think of to pronounce it. Night or night hag, but at least in some areas, I'm thinking of, of like a what um 
a siren? What am I thinking of with a night hag? Uh, not a siren, but a, a... I'll think of it. I'll think of it. I know, I can't It'll either. come to me. We're both like... You know what I'm talking Ooh. about. Ooh. That's the sound of the man. I love it. I love it. So, at least in some areas of Iran, an epileptic seizure was thought to be a jinn attack or jinn possession, and people would try to exercise the jinn by citing the name of Allah and using iron blades to draw protective circles around the victim. You know what's so funny is iron being something so... In, in so many different traditions being something that wards off evil. Yes. And a lot of, uh, might be in Nordic tradition. Sorry if I'm fucking this up, but iron actually wards off trolls. Like trolls and ogres. I've heard that oh, in so Nordic. so I just need to so how, iron all everywhere. Right. So <laughs> how earlier they mentioned gin would take in form of ogres, that's really interesting to look back now, and they're saying that iron repels them. So even in the Nordic traditions, trolls, believe it's Nordic traditions, trolls and ogres are repelled from iron. If you wear silver, it, would bring, it will actually bring them to you. It will attract them. That makes sense, though. But... Because if they give you, quote unquote, riches. Shiny. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Iron repels them. That's that's really interesting. Another thing that kills me about Jen too, is that now I just put this together. So they're considered genies. Yes. Like, okay, so you get, you ask for wishes and they grant them, but they always want something in return. What yes. else does that? Demons. <laughs> that, and that, was, and that was a demon. And that was a inside your tummies. I'm sorry. Telling um, so ch- 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 so telling Jin stories and supposed encounter recounts were a common pastime of people, similar to telling ghost stories in Western cultures, until a couple of decades ago, when these stories drastically fell out of fashion with the increasing penetration of digital entertainments and modern recording equipment, which undermined their credibility. So yeah, unfortunately, once uh, you know the internet became a thing and Google became a thing. Most people would read and go, wait a minute, are these really real? I bet I can debunk this. Um, Okay, so this next chapter actually goes into literally a comparison between jinn and demons. Um, So we go back to Wikipedia. Do you want to keep reading or do you want me to take over for a little bit? Let me find it. You're fine. Witchcraft and magical? Nope, this part. I don't know where I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to find a place in this world. A place. I'm so sorry, God. That song. Um, Was that Michael Smith? Yes. Yes. This is the second time we've done this where we get together and we're like, Michael do you remember all these Christian? W. Smith. So both Islamic and non-Islamic scholarships scholarship generally distinguishes between angels, jinn, and demons as three different types of spiritual entities in the Islamic traditions. Okay, I actually really love this part because this is exactly the way jinn are explained in the movie Wishmaster. So this is really cool. I really liked this part. The lines between demons and jinn are often blurred, which is what we've literally just about been talking yep. about the whole time. Yep. Especially in folklore, jinn share many characteristics usually associated with demons. 
as both are held responsible for mental illness, diseases, and possession. However, traits do not appear within the Quran or canonical hides. Thank you. The Quran emphasizes comparison between humans and jinn as talakan, um, accountable ones. That means they have free will and will be judged according to their deeds. Literally, humans. Love it. Uh, since the demons are exclusively evil, they are not among the talakan. Ta- I'm sorry, tak takalan. I said that wrong. It's takalan. Thus, like angels, their destiny is prescribed. This sounds like a medicine. The jinn share many characteristics with humans, but demons lack. Folklore differentiates both types of creatures as well. Field researches in 2001 to 2002 among Sunni Muslims in Syria recorded many oral tales about jinn, tales about the devil, and his lesser demons. Barely appeared in contrast to tales about the jinn who featured frequently in everyday stories. It seems demons are primarily associated with their role in Islamic scriptures as abstract forces tempting Muslims into everything disapproved by society, while jinn can be encountered by humans in lonely places. This fits the general notion that the demons whisper into the heart of humans but do not possess them physically. Since the term shaitan is also used as an epithet to yeah. describe the takalan, humans and jinn, naming malevolent jinn also shaitan in some sources, it is sometimes difficult to hold them apart. Satan and his host of demons generally appear in traditions associated with Jewish and Christian narratives, while jinn represent entities of polytheistic bath bathgrounds. Bathgrounds. Yeah, so shaitan is literally it's a Arabic word for for devils or demons. So that's literally literally what the word means. So now we are going into depictions. Like, actual depictions in different beliefs. Um, So this part I like. When you actually go into the... Okay, so most of the, like, supernatural part we went over. As far as, like, being able to induce epilepsy and things. Or epilepsy is believed to be induced by Jen. If you go more into their appearances... There's actually three major categories that jinn appearances have been divided into. Uh, One of them is zoomorphic, and that's where jinn are assumed to be able to appear in shapes of various animals such as scorpions, cats, owls, onagers, which are wild donkeys. Dogs are another animal often associated with jinn, especially black dogs. Makes me think of a hellhound. Makes me think of the omen. Remember there was a black dog? That kept following that little boy around when the older it was a hell hog. I was a hell, hell hound. Yeah. I almost had a hell hog. I'm sorry, Good I knew Lord. what you meant. I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> That's you're a hell hog. Got it. <laughs> However, piebald dogs are rather identified with jinn. Associations between dogs and jinn prevailed in Arabic literature, but lost its meaning in Persian scriptures. However, except uh, in Yemeni folklore, the jinn cannot appear in the form of wolves. The wolf is actually thought to be a natural predator of the jinn, who, in contrast to the jinn, by his noble character, blocks their ability to vanish. So everybody get a wolf. Um, I serpents, am a wolf. <laughs> serpents. <laughs> this is another thing that boggled me with the association of demons and jinn. Serpents are the most associated animals with jinn. In Islamic traditions, many narratives concern a serpent who was actually a jinn. 
Um, the term Jan refers to both a snake and a jinn. The connection between jinn and serpents are strong enough that those who believe in jinn fear killing a serpent since a jinn might avenge the murder. Also, some sources speak of killed jinn leaving a carcass similar to either a serpent or a scorpion behind. Both scorpions and serpents have been venerated in the ancient Near East. Besides serpents, other... <clears throat> Uh, Chthonic, thank you. Animals such as scorpions. Yay, and I helped you with the word. Thank you. I was like, oh my god, Why? that never happens. I know it doesn't. <laughs> I feel things in the air. Um, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hello. Nobody here grooving. Um, that. I'm grooving and I lost my place. Uh, further, gazelles, foxes, dogs, and ostriches are also associated with the gin. Fucking demon ostrich. What the fuck? It's like my living nightmare. Oh my god! That's literally like my living nightmare. Like, fuck a snake. A demon six foot tall man pigeon. The fuck? That's describe it that way. Jesus. Thank you, Kevin Hart. Six foot tall. They're fucking six foot tall man pigeons. That's terrifying. But these are not necessarily thought to be the embodiment of Jin, but rather their mounts. So, think like Avatar. Um... That's the way I thought about it. That's true, yeah. Oh my god, they use the word mounts like this is literally Skyrim right now. This is happening. (laughs) Or if you're a gamer, Skyrim. Um, The gin is also related to the wind. So that goes back to the smoke list. That's what that made me think of. Storms and shadows. They appear in mist or sandstorms. I'm sorry, it said sandstorm! But you gotta go... My hubby hates me so much. He hates me. He this. He's so mad right <laughs> now. <laughs> He's so mad right now. Like, I can't believe they're fucking singing Sandstorm. <laughs> I'm in a really good mood right now, so I will sing Stan- I, I, Sandstorm. Sandstorm, yes. Sandstorm. <laughs> Oh my god. I had to. I, c- I didn't even think about that. I'm over here making wind noises and you're I like, literally can't, I couldn't. it said sandstorm and I literally couldn't do it. That okay. was great. Thank you for that. Zubar Abin al Awam, who is held to have accompanied Muhammad during his lecture to the jinn, is said to view the jinn as shadowy ghosts with no individual structure. According to a narration, Ghazali as Tabasi, now this is all within the Quran, stories in the Quran, famous for jinn incantations to reveal the jinn to him. Accordingly, Tabasi showed him the jinn, seeing them like they were a shadow on the wall. After Ghazali requested to speak to them, Tabasi stated that for now he could not see them. Although sandstorms are believed to be caused by jinn, others such as Abu Yayi Zakarayi ibn Muhammad al-Kazwani and Ghazali attribute them to natural causes. Otherwise, sandstorms are thought to be caused by a battle between different groups of jinn. Now, even though the sequels <clears throat> to Wishmaster suck, one of them actually did mention whole different groups of jinn. So that goes more into like there's good jinn, there's bad jinn. So they go into that whole mythology of it. So the last one is anthropomorphic manifestation. A common characteristic of jinn is their lack of individuality, but they may gain individuality by materializing into human forms, such as Sacker and several jinn known from mythical, magical writings, but also in their anthropomorphic shape, they stay partly animal, 
and are not fully human. Therefore, individual gen are commonly depicted as monstrous and anthropomorphized creatures with body parts from different animals or human with animal traits. Commonly associated with gen in human form are the sea law and the ghoul. However, since they stay partly animal, their bodies are depicted as fashioned out of two or more different species. Some of them may have the hands of cats, the head of birds, or wings rise from their shoulders. That sounds terrifying. That sounds really fucking scary. Um, and then I'll read this last part if you don't care. This is actually I actually care, so. to... <laughs> well, I... Um, this is in regards to magical literature within witchcraft. So in Arabic, the word seer, uh, S-I-H-R, if I'm saying this correctly. I know, now it's stuck. I'm so sorry. You have to read this part. You're a witch. I do. You're right. So S-I-H-R would be the Arabic word for witchcraft or magic or wizardry is often associated with jinns and afarat around the Middle East. Therefore, a sorcerer may summon a jinn and force him to perform orders. This is also mentioned in Wishmaster in the first one. Summon jinn may be sent to the chosen victim to cause demonic possession. Such summonings were done by invocation, by aid of talismans. In the movie Wishmaster, it's a ruby. It's a red ruby. So that's actually the talisman that the jinn is uh, confined into. Uh, satisfying the jinn, thus to make a contract. Jinn are also regarded as assistants of soothsayers which is just another way of saying witches or sorcerers. Soothsayers, actually, they are the same, but soothsayers also have, uh, what is it? Uh, like they can see into the future. Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. So soothsayers are also sorcerers, but they're clairvoyant as well. Yeah. Soothsayers reveal information from the past and the present. The jinn can be a source of this information because their lifespans exceed those of humans. Another way to subjugate them is by inserting a needle into their skin or dress. Since they're afraid of iron, they are unable to remove it within their own power. That is actually another thing that's different that's between amazing. jinn and demons. That's crazy. Uh, it takes a lot more than an iron pen to get rid of a demon. A lot more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Way yeah. more than, way fucking more than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. During the Rwandan genocide, both the Hutus and Tutsis avoided researching local, or searching for local Rwandan Muslim neighborhoods because they widely believed the myth that the local Muslims and their mosques were protected by the power of Islamic magic and the officiants, jinn. In the Rwandan city, pronounced Shangugu, arsonists ran away instead of destroying the mosque because they feared the wrath of the jinn whom they believe were regarding were guarding the mosque. Yeah, the Rwandan genocide wasn't that long ago. It's just so incredible how, again, how something that has literally been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years is still so relevant even in modern cultures today because it's just transcended all of these years throughout culture um so we're back into comparative mythology so now this will go more in depth with like mesopotamia judaism buddhism so kind of more of what we were the la last part of it will go into christianity so again it's kind of comparing 
like we said earlier, Jen, to different how how it would fit in other beliefs and religions. Um, can we read this? To, yeah, you can go ahead. For like, <laughs> I'm gonna read it. Whatever. Beliefs and entities. So this is ancient Mesopotamian religion. Beliefs and entities similar to the jinn are found throughout pre-Islamic Middle Eastern cultures. The ancient Sumerians believed in Pazuzu. That should sound familiar to a lot of you. I don't even like saying it. A wind demon who was shown with a rather... Yeah, he was a real demon. And actually, if you guys mm-hmm. didn't know this, Valak is too. Mm-hmm. But he saved his ass because he didn't spell it the same way. Pazuzu is spelled the same way. Uh, who was shown with a rather canine face with abnormally bulging eyes, a scaly body, a snake-headed penis, and talons of a bird and unusually wings. That's Ew, penis. That's all you took from that? <laughs> snake-headed penis. That was it. That's all I needed to take from it. Lord Jesus. It's terrible. The ancient Babylonians <laughs> believed in Utuku, a class of demons which were believed to haunt remote wildernesses, graveyards, mountains, and the sea, all locations where Jinn were later thought to reside. The Babylonians also believed in Rabisu, a vampiric vampiric demon believed to leap out and attack travelers at unfrequented locations, similar to the post-Islamic ghoul. Sounds familiar probably, too. Mm -hmm. A specific kind of jinn whose name is etymologically related to that of the Sumerian Gala, a class of underworld demon. Lamash II, also known as Labartu, was a divine demoness said to devour human infants. Yeah, I've actually heard of that. Excuse me. The pictures are terrifying. Yes. Uh, Lamasu, also known as Shidu, were guardian spirits, sometimes with evil propensities. Propensities, I'm sorry. The Assyrians believed in the Alu, sometimes described as a wind demon residing in desolate ruins, who would sneak into people's houses at night and steal their... Sleep. I almost said sheep. I was like, this bitch coming in to steal my sheep. For real? Now I definitely can't sleep. I need them to count. Fuck. I can't count my sleep. What? I can't count my sheep because she stole my sleep. In the ancient Syrian city of Palm... Palm... Palmyra. Sure. Entities similar to Jen were known as Jenae. Jenae. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. We're going to hell. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hell. It's fine. An Aramaic name, which may be etymology. Jesus Christ. Etymologically derived from the you name. You have been like perfect. And this fucking word. This word. This word. Like I can't. Nuts. This word's like, I'm a cho- <laughs> You about to lose your job. <laughs> so, derived from the name of Ginny from Roman mythology. Like Jinn among modern day Badawan, Jinn-A were thought to resemble humans. I'm trying so hard. I know. I'm sorry. Fucking Forrest Gump. It's almost over. Anyway. They protected, protected, <laughs> carried. Protected. <laughs> uh, uh, I think my brain just cracked. I'm so sorry. Okay. Anyway. Like Jinn among modern day Badawan. Jenna were thought to resemble humans. They protected caravans, cattle, and villages in the desert, and tutelary shines were kept in their honor. They were frequently invoked in pairs. Oh, that is really terrifying. So if they're invoked, you don't get one, you get two. It reminds me of the fucking Shining. 
Like, Don't play, Don't play with, with us. us. No. I'm good. Absolutely not. No. Judaism. The description of jinn is almost identical with that of Shedim from Jewish mythology. As with the jinn, some of whom follow the law brought on by Muhammad, brought by Muhammad, some of the Shedim are believed to be followers of the law of Moses and consequently good. Both are said to be invisible to human eyes, but are nevertheless subject to bodily desires like procreating and the need to eat. Some Jewish sources agree with the Islamic notion that jinn inhabited the world before humans. Asmodeus appears as both individual of the jinn or Shedim as an antagonist of Solomon. Buddhism. As in Islam, the idea of spiritual entities converting to one's own religion can be found in Buddhism. According to lore, Buddha preached to Devas and Asura, spiritual entities who, like humans, are subject to the cycle of life and who resemble the Islamic notion of jinn, who are ontologically placed among humans in regard to... It's eschatological destiny. Got it. We're going Christianity! And we're here. Van Dyke's Arabic, not Dick Van Dyke. Not that. No. Uh, Arabic translation of the Old Testament uses the alternative collective plural Jan to render the Hebrew, Hebrew <laughs> word usually translated into English as familiar spirit in several places, many Bible verses. Some scholars evaluated whether the jinn might be compared to fallen angels in Christian traditions, wow. a.k.a. demons, comparable to Augustine's descriptions of fallen angels as ethereal. Jinn seem to be considered as the same substance, although fallen angels is not absent in the Quran. The jinn nevertheless differ in their major characteristics from that of fallen angels, which we also talked about. Mm-hmm. While fallen angels fell from heaven, demons... The jinn did not, but tried to climb up into it in order to receive the news of the angels. Jinn are closer to demons. That is just... This has just been such a fascinating folklore. This jinn is something... and demons, to me, are literally skinwalkers and wendigos. Yeah. Like, you have so many They really are. That is an amazing way to, to explain it. So Because they really are. And both of them... Both of them have been mixed up so much as to one way... Or the or the other. Um, now, as far as uh, we'll get into, we'll get into like movies and stuff real quick. Some some modern day stuff with Jen. Like I said, I would highly recommend people watch Wishmaster. I think if you're an old school horror fan, you'll love it. I think the special effects are amazing. Again, you get the whole like background mythology of Jen. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's actually on. To be, if I believe so correctly. Nope. Sorry, it's on Amazon Prime. It is on Prime. And it's of on, course Prime. It's on Prime. It's on Prime for free. Just want to preface if you, if that. If you subscribe. Preface if you that. subscribe to the Primes. Um, that's a really good movie. There's also one that me and Casper were talking about before we started called, it's actually just called Jen. And I've seen this pop up a lot. And I've never, I've never seen it. I'd, I'd really like to, actually. Um, actually, wait, no. didn't come out in 2017. Looks like it came out in 2013. It was October 30th of 2013. Tobe Hooper directed it, of all people. Still can't believe I've never seen this. Um, this one actually is on Tubi. So Jen is on Tubi. Um, yeah, even the artwork on the front looks terrifying. It looks really creepy. It looks like a demon holding a little yeah. baby. And that... 
in itself fucking scares the shit out of me. Um, it's only got two star, 4.4 IMDb rating. That's not good. No. That is not good. That is not good. But you know what? Hey, I haven't seen too many movies recently about Jen. So. But I it's might, also cool that I they made that one a, I might give that one a shot. I might actually still give it a shot only because there aren't that many movies out there. Just remember how terrible that Skinwalker movie was because it wasn't even Skinwalkers. Oh my God, it was really bad. Bad. Wasn't even Skinwalkers. No, it wasn't at all. It was not good. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, let me think back to that. But yeah, um, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I haven't, again, I haven't seen anything recently as far as any movies about Jen. Um, you know, and I'm almost wondering if it's kind of a different thing too with in Muslim cultures and their, in their cultures, like Islamic cultures and believe almost. Okay. So basically how like Christians were more forthcoming and putting a lot of demons, like putting demons in our, our movies, whereas they wouldn't be as likely acceptable, accepting of putting Jen in a lot of their movies. I wonder if it's almost the same thing with, like, why you didn't see a lot of ya- uh, La Llorona movies. Skinwalker movies. It's almost the same thing. Like, I'm almost, and I know, I know I may be, like, going way far off, but, like, what if, what if they think in their culture that if in some way, same thing with Skinwalkers, like, in the um, Algonquin, what if they believe that by discussing it too much, you're, like, giving it power? And it could, like, invoke them. In some way, like I mean, I don't around, know. I mean, kind of way, in a roundabout way. I don't. I know. I may be like going kind of the far, same, though. far out of there, but yeah. I mean, they in, are in a roundabout way. Demons are kind of the same. They I got a are. demon attached to me from watching the movie right. The Exorcist. So that, it's like, yeah, me telling you all that weird shit that happened when yeah. I watched that documentary on Netflix about the about the Exorcist. Like that was fucked up. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but we're more even knowing that. In Christian cultures, it's more forthcoming to put it out there. You think of all of the billions of movies out there about demons. And Jen have liter- literally, this has been around almost, almost exactly the same. Six centuries? All the way back in like 600 AD, 700 AD. That's how long this mythology has been around. And... Mm. We can't find but less than a handful of movies about it. I'm almost wondering if something in their culture they don't they don't want to talk about it as freely because they feel like they're so powerful. Well, a lot give them a lot in the Christianity realm too. And like we said, even people... now more more common. Even now, like what what was that one poll in 2012? It was only eight years ago that still yeah. so many people believe in these things. Yeah. And there was internet around in 2012, so you could Google about Jen, and these people still believe. More than half of populations that were Muslim believed. I wonder if it has something to do with a lot of Christianity teachings, which is um, they they warn people about stuff like that, where they're or they help do stuff like that to make people believe it's real. You know, because a lot of Christians, yeah, that's a lot of people. A lot of people don't believe in God. A lot of people don't believe in Satan. A lot of people don't believe in demons. A lot of people don't believe in angels. Believe what you want. That's fine. But 
in Christianity, obviously we believe all that, and we are taught to get the word out there about God and Jesus. So I'm almost, in my mind, I'm thinking, show demons are real because people don't believe in them. Whereas other cultures are like, we don't want you guys to believe in this necessarily, but, you know, believe what you want. We don't care. We don't want to invoke anything. Right. Exactly. That's kind of where I think it's coming from. Okay. Yeah. I think I, I, if that makes sense, I could come to, I could come to see that more. And especially with the Catholic religion, because there's so many movies out there with exorcisms and obviously priests, it's very Catholic, Catholic, whatever. Catholic. (laughs) that's a word i'm like is that a word it is now you know okay it's very like catholic geared and most movies that are about demons are catholic geared they're not usually christianity and per se even though catholicism falls under that um umbrella but christianity i'm talking about is like i was raised baptist we baptist i say we i am not baptist anymore hold the phone um you're like, hold up. I'm like, hold up. I hey. ain't Baptist no more. <laughs> hey. Um, a lot of Baptist, a lot of pro, uh, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, a lot of religions like that don't like to talk about demons per se because just like we're saying, they feel like if you watch movies with the minute, if you feel like, or if you read stuff about them, whatnot, you're invoking them. Catholicism is more like, we want you to think, we, we want to prove to you they're real. Which honestly is, I like that, that they, they're more open about that because they're making it like, exorcisms are real, like we do this. Okay, quickly, I take that back. I just found two more movies that are actually about Jen. One that was actually, it's actually an Afghanistan movie that was made uh, in 2002. Um, it wasn't released until 2009 and it's called Red Sands. It's actually I've looks more of like that. a military movie that's mentions I've heard of that. mentions a gin in it. Um and then there is another one called Long Time Dead. This is a 2002 British horror film. Um and this one is actually uh so here's the here's a quick description. Oh my god, Lucas Hawes is in this. It's like the only name Who is I that? Know. That name sounds familiar. Uh Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, <laughs> just Google Lucas Hodge. You guys all know he's been acting since he was a kid. You all know who he is. Uh, so it says, set in the UK, the film follows a group of college students in which they experiment with a Ouija board and they inadvertently summon a gin. I might have to watch this. Um, <laughs> we might have to find Long Time Dead somewhere and watch that because that actually I'm sounds interested. really fucking cool. Like... Hopefully it's as cool as it sounds. Like a Ouija board summoning the Luigi board. The Lu- Ouija- Wait, the Luigi board. The Luigi board. Wow, board. board. Nailed it. It's a four point seven on IMDb. Damn it! None of these ever have good IMDb scores. They never do. <laughs> like well, ever. IMDb, me and IMDb disagree on a lot. Oh, look. Look. We also agree on a lot. So. Exactly. That's why with, this is, I have come to this conclusion. If I look up 
and movie. Wishmaster got a 5.8. So far, that is the only IMDb movie that's, or gen movie that's got a high IMDb. <laughs> um, if it is a four or more on IMDb, I will watch it. Because a lot yeah. of times, me and IMDb don't agree. Yes. 99% of their three stars... Ooh, we I agree. Look, with. yes, but I've seen some solid five star IMDb ratings. Like IMDb, you'll give them like a five and a six, and I'm and like, ooh, or actually pretty good. Oh yeah, those two. That's why I'm saying I don't yeah, really agree. Which is with that's what lot, I'm saying. So. Like it's weird. You'll find ones that are like fives or sixes, and you're like, what? And then you or then you'll find fives or sixes where you're like, I'd have given that a seven. Seven. The fucking Conjuring is only good. a seven point five or right. something, and I'm like, that's a fucking ten. Like, come on now. Anyway, but yeah, those are the only. Again, I I really love your description in regards to why there probably aren't more Gen movies. I could totally totally see that, but honestly, let's make some more Gen movies. I I really like this concept. I really love the history. I really love the mythology. I love how it's so intertwined with other religions and other cultures and other beliefs. Let's make, no, let's make a series. Get on it, Netflix. <laughs> like, or somebody hop on that shit. Like, let's, I want an actual gen. Se- and you know what? I want to see if American directors can step up to the plate and do it. Great. If not, I would love to see international directors. Let's be real. Most international movies, when it comes to horror films with scary creatures, let's be real. Let's be real for a second. Are better. (laughs) Especially Japan. Japan and Korea rule the creatures. Rule them. They are terrifying. France rules brutality. Actually, Italy would do a really good job with um, creatures, too. Italy does a good job. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, really. Let's be real. It's, it's... French, though. Whenever I say French, I'm like, that's brutal. French horror is uh, Was that Martyrs? Martyrs, Raw, High Tension. God, Raw is so good that's right so good raw is so and y'all high tension is pretty dope too that fucking scene where that guy gets his head chopped off by that um Mm -hmm. drawer Mm -hmm. dresser (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my fucking god and that comes up on a lot of lists and that's one i need to revisit high tension yeah it's good i need to get in a mode of those kind of movies you gotta be in you gotta be you gotta be in a mode right you gotta gotta be you have to be ready like you you have to go Okay. <laughs> do, do I this. want gore or do I want French horror? It's kind of like, <laughs> so anybody out there that's a Time Suck fan, I love how when he starts the podcast, they do that voice where he goes, strap on your boots, soldiers. We're marching down. Like, like it gets you ready to get into the shit. So it's like literally certain movies that you know you have to be prepared for. It's like strap on your fucking boots. Like... You better strap on more than your boots. You better strap on, you better strap on your nannies. You better strap on your seatbelts. You better strap on your PJs. You gotta park (laughs) it. 
Combat boots. Get those. You're like, you got a parka. Is that everything? I think that's I think everything. That's everything. Yeah, we we've we did it. We, got we it. did it. We did it. We did it. Yay! That was a lot of notes condensed, guys. Let me tell you. She did you, a great job. We would have freaking had to read that whole thing verbatim. It would have been a fucking nightmare, and this would have gone on way too long. We read all night <laughs> about the gin. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we just need music in this times. We do. In this times. In, in these, these times. times. In these times. So guys, uh, super excited for next week because it's one that we've been talking about doing for a very long time. Not necessarily a serial killer. Um, he was only known to kill two people, but he has right. been the inspiration behind Hannibal Lecter, Norman Bates. I'm forgetting someone else. Leatherface. Leather, thank you. And Leatherface, and his name is Ed Gain. Yeah. Um, Get a strap on for this one. Yeah, Actually, plain, don't strap. The Plainfield murderer, Plainfield killer, or something they called him. Yeah. Because um, it was in Plainfield, Wisconsin. Yeah, so it's, I've always kind of, I've kind of had this thing when I've listened to other podcasts, and they've, they're just so quick to say that Ed Gain was a serial killer, because he wasn't. He wasn't. There's like certain guidelines and he technically only killed two people but he did a lot of other crazy he was still a psychopath and i know a lot the thing about ed gain that is going to be really interesting to get really deep down into is because a lot of these serial killers we love to get into their murders whatever we love to get into their backstories and his backstory and yep. childhood Woo. is one of the most i mean a lot of these have had some fucked up ones but he had a fucked up one you want to talk about nature versus nurture this is if you guys watch bates motel i'm telling you i am telling you yeah, it's off there's the a chain. reason why norman bates was based off of him his yeah. mom was crazy for sure very unhealthy fixation with mother very much so with um, mother very much so so yeah, definitely, um, we've been wanting, I know you guys have wanted us to do this one. I know you guys are familiar with it, but still, we are so excited. I know I am. He's I'm excited. He's, he's one, one of my, my tops. Well, just because he's such an inspiration, you know, first time I saw Silence of the Lambs, I thought there's got to be some type of real life inspiration for, for not so much Hannibal Lecter, but the Buffalo Bill character. Yeah. And then you hear about Ed Gain and you're like, what? And then that's how, that's how I found out about him. And then you, of course, take the comparisons with Norman Bates and then more so the, and we'll get into the Leatherface comparisons, but if you guys know, then you know. you'll, you'll get it. But yeah, I'm so excited to do this one. So. I'm excited too. Yes. Yeah. When you're excited to talk about murderers and <laughs> So, guys, give us a follow on our socials, of course, as always. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't fuck with the original. Uh, tomorrow, I will be reviewing Halloween 2018. Yes. That's what you guys picked. Uh, super excited to do that one, because that one is really, really awesome, and I love that one. If I have a mind tomorrow, y'all, I'm struggling. So, hopefully, I'll actually have a mind to do that. Um... Also, make sure to give us a follow on subscribe and leave us a 
rating on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Yes, please. Rate, and subscribe, and review on all the things. Listen, Becky tells the truth. Also, <laughs> well, it just, it puts us up there, guys. It, it really, does. really, really helps. We appreciate helps it, our numbers. Like, you you have to specifically get on those platforms and subscribe for us to, like, really boost a following out there. So, Do thank the you. Thing. Thank you. Do the thing. Uh, and last but not least, of course, email us if you have any questions, concerns, want to say, hey, whatever you want to do, uh, dfwto8493 at gmail.com. Oh, no. What's that from? Because it's from a commercial. It's from, but... I know, and it was from a triggering commercial. Expedia. Apparently, that, there you go. That's why. I was like, ugh. One of those goddamn Annoying. travel agencies. Get connected <laughs> for free. Oh, yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> Okay, guys, we'll see you next week. Hey, bye. Have a good week. Bye, bye, Wear bye. a mask. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Love you. Bye. If you wash your hands, you keep away the chance. <laughs>